Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening. Welcome to another episode of Major League Hoops. I'm your host, John. And, uh, well, we got to the limit on the pole. Uh, fantastic. Uh, we are moving quite along here in the off season. We have a trade that I made. I'll talk a little bit about that. And, uh, yeah, so let's, uh, real briefly, because I already made the PowerPoint. I've already explained this about a billion times. Uh, but yeah, so we're going to, going to go ahead, uh, for next year. So next year's draft, not this year's, next year's draft. Uh, the players will have value attributed to where they were drafted. Um, next year's draft, not this year's draft, it will be mandatory to keep two players. This year, you don't have to keep two players if you don't want to. Uh, but next year, it will be mandatory that you keep two players, and those players will be uh, valued at where they were drafted, pretty much. Um, and then we'll have inflation and all that other good stuff. Uh, if you don't, if you're confused as to what the hell I'm talking about, just watch the PowerPoint I made to try and make it as clear as water, I guess. Clear as glass. I don't know. I guess it depends on where you're getting your water and glass from. But anyways, as clear as I can make it. Um, now, let's uh, let's get to my end of the bargain. Uh, you guys held up your end. Uh, we, we finished voting on the poll. We almost had poll league participation, which is actually pretty cool. Um, and yeah, I'm going to get into, uh, I did a mock. Um, I literally just finished it, uh, when I hit record and, um, yeah, I, I wanted to, uh, wanted to share what, uh, my thoughts were about the mock. Um, and, uh, really just let's talk a little bit about the rankings this year. I know I talked uh, slightly, um, about the rankings, but there are some very strange kind of outliers here um that are just kind of wild to me um not that i guess not that it matters all that much but like there's just like i would do my due diligence in looking and being like huh this is where they finished on the player raider last year and oh why are they here why are they ranked here like i mean perfect uh perfect example um if i can pull one up real quickly um tyrese albert he finished seventh, seventh, seventh on the player writer last year. That's a split in time um, between Indiana and the Kings. And Johnny, where is he ranked? He's ranked 33rd. Okay. So these are kind of the things that I like, and he's going to have that whole reign to himself. Um, let's just pick another random one. Oh, my favorite one, Desmond Bain. Desmond Bain. Now, granted, John Morant was hurt sometimes last year. Desmond Bain finished 16th on the Player Raider. Well, Johnny, where is he ranked? Well, let's take a let's take a quick look here. Okay, um, and he is ranked. Oh, he's only ranked 81st, just behind Thomas Bryant. Yes, that's right, ladies and gentlemen. He is ranked behind Thomas Bryant. Yeah. I mean, because he's going to, you know, play for the Lakers next year. What the hell is that? John Collins, 77th. Like, these rankings are all over the place. Kyrie, a lot of hate there. He's ranked behind Kyle Kuzma and Colin Sexton. Okay? It's uh, not great rankings. Uh, Evan Mobley ranked 65th. Um, yeah, kind of all over the place. I mean, it'll stabilize by the time draft time comes around. Um 
But for right now, like you got Miles Bridges, okay? He's he'd be ranked pretty high in our draft. We don't even know what the hell the deal is with Miles Bridges. I don't think right now because he still has uh, he just got charged with domestic violence and child abuse like ten days ago. Okay, so so we don't know if he's going to even come back. But don't worry, ESPN has Miles Bridges ranked thirty-seven, just ahead of Bradley Beal and Brandon Ingram. Like I I don't know what to tell you guys. These rankings are really bad. Um, so if you are looking at your keepers and you're like, oh, well, you know, maybe I should keep this guy because he's ranked higher. Please, for the love of God and, I don't know, country, uh, just don't do that. You know, for the love of the league, just don't do that. Just do your research and, and be like, oh, well, um, I guess I don't have to keep that guy. Uh, so, yeah, that's all I have to really say about that. Um but let's get into the draft. So a couple things I did want to just mention before I go through these um, kind of rankings here. Um, as always, when it comes to drafting, and especially in our league, uh, don't care so much about position availability, okay? This isn't fantasy football. This isn't fantasy baseball. This is fantasy basketball, okay? So don't look to – there's no need to be like, oh, well, I already have a point guard, so i got to look for the shooting guard. I say, I say this every year when it comes around this time, but it's stupid. Do you, know who, do you know who has the first overall pick in the draft, almost won the league last year? Steve? Okay. Let's go to Steve's draft recap of last year. Okay. So he kept uh, Zach Levine, DeMontas, Sabonis. Do you know what his next three picks were? All point guards. Actually, next, sorry, five out of his next six picks, out of his first six picks, were all guards. De'Aaron Fox, DeJounte Murray, Ben Simmons didn't even really play, didn't play at all last season, uh, and Caris Levert. Then we're following that by, now granted, I think uh, Levert might have had dual eligibility, but uh, that's then followed by Chris Boucher, the center who he drafted, and then Derek White, you know, like, uh, and this is a guy who had one of the best records in the league, was super competitive. So I, I don't see any reason why you should be sitting there thinking like, oh, well, i got to balance him out with a pig. Got to get my wings. Um, now, granted, I did do some of that when I was doing this mock, um, just because that is how inevitably these things shake out. Um, but just something to keep in mind as well, along with those position rankings. Now, um, one final thing I wanted to just address, pardon my French, but just, I'm, I'm ending this right here. Cut the shit about the centers. Okay. I know that one of you sons of bitches is going to end up drafting like three centers and then start bitching to me about like, Oh, we don't have this. Oh, you know, we had more center availability. I'm sorry. You didn't pay attention when you drafted. I'm not dealing with your bullshit. Okay. Figure it out. Do your homework beforehand. And then don't be like, Oh, you know what I mean? I didn't realize that, like, having Rudy Gobert and, you know, uh, Vucevic and DeAndre Ayton and, and uh, 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 you know, Time Lord, I, I just thought that I'd be able to play them in places. I don't know. Maybe that's your stupid ass making dumbass moves. All right? So I'm just, just putting that out there. Um, but, yeah, let's get into it. So we already had the draft order. Um, real quick, uh, yeah, I did make a trade. I traded my second-round pick for uh, – not my second-round pick as in, like, going in the future second round pick, but like second round pick after keepers. So technically fourth round pick for John Morant. I needed it. Um, I, I was holding on to, uh, um, 
you know, I was going to be keeping either Robert Williams or Jalen Brown. That's not great. Um, so I needed to make sure I had somebody who was valuable as a keeper. Uh, and I love John Morant. I, I really do. Uh, I have a Grizzlies hat. So that means that he stays on my team forever, pretty much. Um, the other thing, you know, the, the tricky thing about these off-season deals and for anybody looking to make deals, be realistic in your asking prices um, because people kind of know that, like, Number one, they don't need to keep somebody. So if they want your guy and you're trying to hold them over a barrel for it, they could just not keep somebody this year and then draft them in the first or second round. It doesn't really matter to anybody. Um, I did this mock based off of everyone keeping someone. Uh, but there are several teams who could easily like decide, you know what, not going to keep anybody, just going to take this guy uh, instead in the second round. Or I'm going to keep one guy. I think everybody's going to keep one guy. Uh, but there are at least two teams that might not keep a second guy. And, uh, you know, if they don't keep a second guy and they get picks in the second round, and that's, that's the round that, like, everybody else has guys that are kept who are going to go in that round. Uh, but the ones who are kept, so theoretically the first, second pick in the draft will be, like, actual, like, choosing guys out of the lot. Uh, could potentially be in that round. Um, you know, Paul? Sorry, don't worry. That's going away next year. You're gonna, everybody's going to have to hold on to two people. Same thing for you, Pete. Um, but for this year, yeah. So we're going to still we're going to still do that. Uh, just because I didn't I didn't really remedy that situation. Um, and especially if the picks are allotted to rounds, then like you really have no excuse to not keep two guys because uh, it actually might do you a solid by uh, you know being a later round pick. So. Um, that all in mind, okay, uh, you know, just be realistic in what your asking prices are uh, because I don't think that, you know, I, I don't think anybody's going to be trading a third-round pick for the guy who might go in the third round, which is, when I say third round, I mean the actual first drafted round after the two keeper rounds. Like, if you're trying to, like, I am not going to, like, I have Jalen Brown and Rob Williams the third. First of all, no one's going to probably keep them. And second of all, if they if this was like a three-keeper league or something, I'd be lucky to get like a tenth because there's no leverage whatsoever. You have absolutely no leverage, okay? So just keep that in mind. Now, let's go into the drafts, right? Um, so draft order, Steve, Pete, Chris, Reese, Kyle, Jimmy, Ian, Avery. Um, and Avery, I... I, I, I wasn't sure if that was your actual name. If you want me to call you someone else on the podcast, just let me know. Uh, Noel, myself, Paul, and Justin. Now, uh, the first pick, I think, is going to be probably the one obvious. Uh, so Steve's team, uh, out of the keepers, who he's going to choose. I have him holding on to DeJounte Murray, who is ranked like crazy high on ESPN. Uh, I don't understand it personally because uh, as much as I love DeJounte Murray, um, he has pieces around him now in Atlanta uh, that he didn't have before in, you know, San Antonio. So I, I expect some of those stats to come down. But I still think Steve's going to hold on to him. Steve also. Uh, and then we have Pete. Pete's probably definitely going to at least hold on to Damian Lillard. Chris will most certainly be holding on to LeBron James. Reese probably going to be holding on to Anthony Edwards. Kyle will definitely be holding on to Carl Anthony Towns. Jimmy is probably going to be holding on to Donovan Mitchell. Uh, Ian would not, 
Ian's going to keep the two guys he's going to keep. Ian's going to keep Luka Doncic. Avery's probably going to keep Joel Embiid. Don't really see unless, like, his leg explodes. Um, Noel, definitely going to keep Kevin Durant. Uh, I am most certainly going to keep Jason Tatum. Uh, Paul, I would assume, uh, is not going to let Nikola Jokic go in the draft, so I believe he's going to be kept. Now, Justin, he's got these next two kind of back-to-back picks here, uh, like he will in the, the main part of the draft. Uh, I anticipate him keeping Anthony Davis and Trey Young. Uh, we then go back to Paul. Uh, I assume he's going to hold on to the two-time champ, James Harden, as well. Uh, he's then followed by me. Uh, I'm going to hold on to John Morant. That just traded for him. Uh, then we have Noel. And I, I'm willing to guess that he's going to hold on to Kevin Durant and Kawhi Leonard. Like, if those two guys are healthy, that is a fantastic one-two punch. Uh, then we have Avery again. Now, Avery's got a couple of choices here. Um, I think that the logical one would probably be uh, Kyrie Irving, honestly. Because um, you're looking at Kyrie Irving, Devin Booker, and maybe Cole Green, um, in my opinion. Uh, I think that Kyrie... Despite everything going on, he's got to he's got to deliver, and I think he I think he kind of has to at this point. He might be motivated to, so we'll see. He might do very well. And then go back to Ian. Uh, I anticipate him keeping Giannis. Uh, then we go to Jimmy again. Again, like Jimmy's two keepers aren't that flashy, but even though they actually got Donovan Mitchell, actually was pretty high up there on player rate last year. Um, but I think he'll keep Paul George as well. Kyle. He's probably not going to let the all-time three-point leader uh, go in the draft, so Steph Curry is going to stay put. Uh, Reese is probably going to hold on to Lamelo Ball. I see no reason why he wouldn't. Now this gets kind of interesting. So these next two picks, Chris and Pete, uh, I think this is Chris, Pete, and Steve. Actually, I think all three of these guys could potentially not keep somebody, um, and this is where it would be. So if this was the case. Uh, then Chris would actually end up having the first pick of the lot. Um, but I think Chris might keep Kate Cunningham, and I think Pete may just end up keeping Fred Van Vliet. Uh, Fred Van Vliet is, I don't know, he's just very good for our league. I don't like him at all. Uh, like, I kind of can't stand. Like, he's just very inconsistent for me. Um, like, I feel like if you have him and like, it's, uh, like he can drop, I've said it before, he can drop like five points in a game and then 12 points in a game. And then it'll be like 25, 27, 32. Um, and, but those five and 12 point games will be in like the same week along with like piss poor stats. And then you end up losing like a category that week because he just didn't show up that week. It doesn't average out. It's like a terrible week and then an okay week. So, uh, that's just my thoughts on Fred VanVleet. Um, DeMontes Sabonis, uh, probably going to be kept by Steve. That is, that's the two keeper rounds. Now, let's go into the two other rounds. I said I'd do four rounds, so I'll do the two keeper rounds, and I'll do these two other rounds. I'll probably do do another mock draft in, like, a couple weeks as well, um, at least of the first couple, first two rounds, um, just to keep everybody on their toes. So, Steve. Who's Steve going to take with the first overall pick? I think it's pretty straightforward. I think the uh, the best available player, who will probably be Shea Gilgis-Alexander, I think he'd be a nice accompaniment to DeJounte Murray and DeMontas Sabonis. He's got that dual eligibility. He could take it up to another notch. I think that's a solid pick. Now, Pete here, he's got Dame. He's got Fred Van Fleet. Where's he going to go? He's going to look for a big, I think, and he's going to get Bam out of bio. Chris, 
got LeBron James, got Cade Cunningham. Let's roll the dice. Let's go get Zion, bring him back, and see what the heck happens. I think I don't feel very confident about that projection, but I could easily see Chris trying something like that. Now, Reese, Reese, I called him the hype beast last year. Um, he went with the hype guys, and the hype guys delivered. Uh, Anthony Edwards, Lamelo Ball. I could see him rounding it out with uh, solid Jimmy Butler right there. Uh, we saw a lot of glimpses of, you know, vintage Jimmy Butler in the playoffs. So I wouldn't be shocked if, uh, you know, he's hungry for another ring or for another ring for a ring. And uh, I could easily see Reese getting him. Now, uh, this is kind of, oh, Jesus, I am so sorry. That is, uh, oh, that's actually right so far. Um, sorry, instead of uh, Jimmy Butler for Reese, I, sorry, I did a whole draft and then I forgot to draft some players, so then I had to edit it. So as of right now, for like the third round, I have Steve getting Shea Gilgis, Pete getting Bam, Chris getting Zion, and then Reese actually, instead of Jimmy Butler, I think falling in that hype beast category, getting up all those points, uh, which I think he's going to continue to do. I think Devin Booker actually fits that bill. And I could easily see him slotting right in there. Pardon me. Um, and then we have Kyle. Kyle keeps to the same strategy kind of every year. I don't know. He might change it up. Kyle still hasn't won the league, and uh, the playoffs have kind of been brutal to him a couple times, and it's like one one small thing. Kyle ends up dominating the regular season, and then the postseason comes along, and then I don't know what the hell happens. Um, injuries, COVID, it's nothing against Kyle as an owner. It's probably like just next thing's going to give, but – I think that he'll stick with his strategy of kind of these consistent AFG, uh, free throw percentage, three-point guys uh, who do a little bit. And I think that uh, Drew Holiday fits that bill to a T. Uh, gives you a little bit more versatility there with point guard, shooting guard, eligibility. Uh, and then we go to, over to Jimmy. Jimmy's got Donovan Mitchell. Jimmy has Paul George. Well, let's get the other guy who I, I feel like is in that same realm. Let's get Jimmy Butler on that team. So Jimmy takes Jimmy. Now we got Ian. Ian has Luca, who's got that shooting guard. I believe shooting guard. I could be wrong there. Shooting guard, point guard eligibility. Um, and we also have Giannis. Well, there's a guy who's going to be still at the top of the rankings right there who will not have been touched. And I think that he will go Chris Paul. I think that that's an easy get right there. Now, let's go a little bit. Uh, let's go into Avery at, uh, at the next pick. Now, Avery, like I said, keeping Joel Embiid. Could keep Kyrie Irving, could keep someone else, uh, could keep Devin Booker. Um, I think that uh, I think he had, I think he'll end up going with this pick if you know, depending on how it is. I think he'll go Halliburton. I mean, I think that Halliburton. It's gonna look like whoever gets Halliburton. It's gonna look like a reach. They're gonna feel weird doing it. But honestly, like it's it's just ESPN's rankings suck. Like they're the wrong rankings. Like when you look at them, just think these are wrong. These are wrong. Um, don't let it affect you because it's just very off. Um, and I think Halliburton would serve as like solid when, uh, as kind of like an elite level point guard for when Kyrie goes down, because as we all know, it's not an if, it's always a win. Um, Noel, I think I have Noel actually dipping back into that super kind of like, let's, let's outscore everybody by a billion. Um, so I have him in, that's kind of been a scene the last couple of years. I got, so he's got Kevin Durant, Kawhi Leonard, 
Let's throw one of his bulls on there, and let's see him get Zach Levine with the 33rd pick overall. Now we come up to me, uh, 34. Now, this pick I was really debating because uh, there's so much talent uh, still left on there that I am interested in. But I do want to make sure that I get some more kind of like well-balanced and the best player available at that time, Pascal Siakam. So I'd have Tatum, Pascal Siakam. Uh, and then I would also have John Morant. We then have Paul. Uh, Paul, who, you know, Nikola Jokic, uh, James Harden, two kind of renaissance men. So they do everything. Uh, let's see, we get DeMar DeRozan, another guy who does a little bit of everything, you know, was in the running during for the length of last year for MVP. Uh, I think that'd be a solid get for him out of those available. You know, there's a couple of great bigs available, but I don't think that they necessarily – uh, fill the void. Uh, well, like actually, uh, they're, they're all kind of center only. Um, and I just don't think that Paul is going to fill up his util with, uh, Rudy Gobert to be quite honest, but I think Justin will take Rudy Gobert. I think he'll have Anthony Davis slot in there at power forward, Trey Young at point guard, and then he'll probably go Rudy Gobert. This is in this mock draft, obviously Rudy Gobert at center. And then with his next pick back to back Darius Garland, do you want to talk about a nice little fourth some right there? Anthony Davis, Rudy Gobert, Darius Garland, James, uh, Trey Young, that's a that's a real great start to the draft. And obviously whenever you get those back to back picks in the end of the first round, you're probably and you have decent keepers, you're already ahead. Now Paul, going back to him, uh we already talked about James Harden, Nikola Jokic, Jamar DeRozan. Uh, let's get some more points on the board and let's get Bradley Beal in the mix, uh filling out there in the shooting guard spot. I think that would be really great, uh, kind of well-rounded. Like, when I say, like, filling out the spots, I mean, if there's a better player available who's clearly above the tier that you're looking at, then I think it's fine to go that route. I, I just don't mean, like, don't feel like you can't get the best player available if it's a point guard and you already have, like, two point guards or something. Like, who the hell cares? Uh, next up, uh, Chris. It's just him taking my uh, draft pick. I mean, he's going to go with his boy here if he's available. Brandon Ingram, I think that's an obvious choice. Zion, then he gets Zion. He gets his Pelicans. Uh, Zion, or well, soon to be Seattle Supersonics. Uh, Zion, Brandon Ingram. And then we also have him with LeBron and Cade Cunningham. A nice young core there. Then we come back to Noel. Noel's going to be looking for a point guard at least at this point. Uh, because point guard is the one thing where cause, like you'll just point guard and centers like if you wait too, too long. Uh, then you're just going to start losing assists and rebounds and blocks and all that. So I think that here, perfect opportunity. This is kind of like the last, I think, of the really good tier. Uh, and I think it'll go to De'Aaron Fox. Uh, De'Aaron Fox, I think, is going to have something to prove out in Sacramento. They look like a better, much better team. Uh, so De'Aaron Fox, Kawhi Leonard, uh, also coupled with Kevin Durant and Zach Levine. That's a really nice foursome as well. Uh, going back to Avery here, I think he's going to go Chris Middleton. Uh, Chris Middleton's pretty safe pick, uh, pretty boring, but pretty safe. Uh, Chris Middleton with Kyrie, as well as Halliburton and Joel Embiid. Not too shabby. Uh, coming back around to Ian. Ian, I think, is going to be able to – he's going to want to pad those rebounds a little bit more. Uh, plus, there is one man on the board who is very, very clearly a cut above everyone else still. And could and is easily, honestly, probably like a top five on the player rater for most of the season. And that's Nikola Vucevic. I think Ian will get Nikola Vucevic here at 42. You're looking at a team now with Vucevic at center. Giannis at power forward. And then we have Chris Paul at point guard, followed by Luka Doncic at shooting guard. That's fantastic. Uh, then 
going back here. Jimmy. Jimmy, I think, is going to keep it safe. He'll probably go Jared Allen with his breakout season. Jared Allen, Paul George. And then Jimmy Butler and Donovan Mitchell. Not too shabby there either. Uh, really, nobody's too shabby. I mean, this whatever draft. This is a mock draft. I'm trying, trying, to, I'm trying to give the picks that I think would make the most sense and, like, give a well-balanced team for everybody. So, uh, Kyle, sticking with the strategy. If Kyle manages to get C.J. McCollum here at pick number 44, look out. Because uh, then you're looking at C.J. McCollum, Steph Curry, you're also looking at Carl Anthony Towns and Drew Holiday. That's just that is a lot from behind the arc and a lot of high percentages that he's going to be tough to overcome. Uh, next up, we have Reese. I think why not here? I think this is a perfect spot at pick number forty-five in the draft to take Julius Randle. Uh, there's, I don't think he's going to. I think he's going to have a pretty decent, pretty darn good season. I don't think that he got space jammed and it's like, oh, I can't do anything anymore. Um, I think it'll be just fine. So Reese's team would be Julius Randle, LaMelo Ball, Anthony Edwards, and Devin Booker. Uh, we then go back to Chris, uh, who's going to be the only person so far with the trades being made uh, who would have a pick, who would have five players by the end of round number four. Chris, why not? Let's keep it going. Let's uh, keep going with his guys. DeAndre Ayton. I think DeAndre Ayton, Brandon Ingram, Zion Williamson, LeBron James, and Cade Cunningham. Really, really flashy, uh, if, I, if I do say so. Uh, and then we have Pete. This is going to be kind of the boring pick. I don't – I was looking at the guys available, and this one was just kind of the only one that made sense. Um, and that's Robert Williams III. Uh, I have him going to 47 to Pete with Fred Van Fleet, Dame Lillard, and Bam Adebayo. Uh, finally, closing out, I do have Steve uh, going back. He's going to pro- – I have him uh, taking another guard. I have him taking Lonzo Ball right there to kind of finish off our little four rounds of fun right there. So, yeah, that's uh, that's all I got so far, guys. Um, looking forward to the season. Looking forward to when it starts. Um, looking forward to our draft and uh, having a pe- couple people on, doing a few more of these podcasts. I'm going to try and, I don't know, I'll try and get them out a little bit regularly, but I, I need to make, I need to take my time and actually develop content for them. I don't want them to be just me rambling off. Uh, this was fun. I hope you enjoyed it. And uh, yeah, I'll see you in the Discord. Take care now.